0: Hello, it's the Foster's After Show on AfterBuzz TV. Tonight we're breaking down Season 5, Episode 14, called Scars. Stay tuned. You're tuning into to the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Ladies, 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 ladies. Hello. Hello How's everybody doing? Great. So good. So good. I love that answer. So okay, we're talking about Scars tonight, Emotional Ones physical ones I'll start with myself at 14 I was locked in the okay so let's do some intros and then we'll get into scars I'm Jeffrey Masters I'm on Twitter at Jeff Masters one
1: I'm Hannah Pritchard I'm on Twitter at the hotshot dude I am Jillian Leff, you can find me
2: at Jillian Leff, and you can also tweet along with me during our chat using the hashtag ABTVFosters, or you can tweet at me directly. Also, I am just about to tweet out the link to this episode, so if you're not watching, you will be.
0: Fantastic. We also do this on Tuesdays at 7.05 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Before we get into the current episode, Jillian, I'm going to put you on the spot. Are we allowed to give them a peep into what's going to happen on our after show next week?
2: Oh, yeah. Really exciting news. So um, the people that follow me on Twitter got a little bit of a preview of this. I'm uh, one of those people. (laughs) Earlier this afternoon. But we have a really exciting show next week. Not only will all four of us be back, but we are having Sherry Somm in studio.
0: Mama Tiger. Hit me up.
2: And Bradley Bredewig.
0: Who, oh, my God. Who happens to be the
2: director of the episode called Mother's Day.
0: He also promised to dress as Steph. So we more or less <laughs> yes. have Steph and Lena here. So
2: it's very <laughs> Are exciting. Are you kidding me? Yes, there will be champagne. There will be laughs. Oh, my um, God. We're going to have an get amazing so drunk. Time. You,
0: hope you don't understand me. True.
2: And what's really cool is Sherry was the very first guest on the Foster's After Buzz uh, TV recap show. That was
0: before I adopted Jillian and Hannah. Oh.
2: Yeah, I've never met her. I know. I missed the first episode.
0: Um, we have come so far since then I
2: know it's crazy so this will be my first time meeting Sherry I'm very excited and also she's very excited too so if you want you can tweet her how excited you are that she's coming on
0: I'm Um, gonna do that yeah
2: tell her that all of us are really (laughs) nice and um, really pretty and sweet that would be great
0: (laughs) Um, and then tell them who is the prettiest Jeff. You know the answer. Yes, yeah, Jeff. Great answer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about my scars. Yes. Uh, or Aaron's so, scars. Uh, yeah. <laughs> After a scar killed Mufasa. Okay. So, um, oh, God. More scar jokes. Don't worry. Uh, I think we need to jump right into the Aaron Callie storyline. Yeah, that place. was kind
2: of uh, awesome this episode. Oh, my
0: God. Yeah. So, it started because... At the end of last week's episode, we saw the... Is it an ICE agent? Mm-hmm. An ICE mm-hmm. agent. I don't know if he's in the FBI. An ICE agent was following members of the Foster's Adam family. Yeah. Adam's Foster. Adam's so, Foster. Adams Foster's.
2: And also, classic bait-and-switch Foster's technique. You know, we think he's a creeper that's following him, Jimena, but really, he's following Callie.
0: But it, I feel like... You're <laughs> right. Thank I feel you. like every show has a bait-and-switch, and it's the most obvious thing ever. And this show is still doing them in season five, and I'm like, oh, yeah!
2: Hannah... During it, she was, like, basically, like, I feel so dumb because I'm wrong every single time.
1: Legit, every (laughs) single time I'm, like, I was so serious that I was, like, well, you know, he probably tracks down Callie. Aaron probably tries to, like, intervene, and then that's why he goes. And then dude turns out to be a nice dude helping them out trying to save the day, and I'm, like, Jesus, am I that gullible for all of this shit?
0: Right. So Cowley and Jimena and uh, Mariana, they decide that they need to also warn the kids, not just document it. Mm -hmm. And things sort of go south then. Uh, First of all, did they skip school for this?
2: Well, no. I think they woke up, and it was like, okay, we got to go. So obviously they were late. Like, I mean, we're never (laughs) going to talk about it, but their mom is principal, so... True. Truth. I mean.
0: But she's in principle, principle like, one week. I um, <laughs> When my boyfriend gets arrested too, I'm always like to school as well. Um, so, okay. So not to make light of that though, but Aaron is arrested. Mm-hmm. He is shoved into the ICE agent's way mm-hmm. and they take him to jail. Which and seems
2: so, uh, like such like a radical move to me. But I guess when you're in that type of situation, it's high stress. They have to use people as examples.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And Don't I th-
2: you think? Like, yeah, oh
0: yeah. And I think that you need to take somebody in. Yeah. If you've you've arrived at the school, it's really dramatic. I think you need to come back with something. And they've warned the kids, as we right. saw. I think almost all of them got away. Yeah. I don't think like, we saw the exact Still, finals of that. Yeah. But um, uh, some of them got away, at yeah. least. Yeah, there
2: were three. So we saw two. Yeah. Um, and one got arrested and one got away. So it's like, right. I don't know. I think it's, we always talk about how the fosters is important TV, but especially in this case, like I, I really do wonder how many undocumented families watch the show. And are you know, seeing this in real time and how that's affecting them. I feel like it's kind of jarring. It is. Cause it's jarring for me. And like, I'm just a viewer.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that, that was a scary scene. Oh
1: my God. Yeah. It High was stress. intense. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm so excited to see, or looking forward to seeing what Callie does with all this footage too. But so as we said, Aaron's arrested. And as he says to Kelly, um, he says, I won't be safe in jail. And, I, I, um, ha, uh, this show treats disclosure in terms of uh, Aaron's transness so delicately, and it's so subtle without, um, with, uh, with still conveying how important it is because. Disclosure is real, and I, I'm I'm kind of blown away that there's not, as far as I know, a trans writer in the writers' room because they nail everything, especially Aaron's speech at the end about when a gay guy comes out, we celebrate him, and when a trans guy comes out, we look at him like, oh, you've been deceiving me, because that is so true. Right. When really, you know, transness isn't isn't a isn't like a big secret; mm-hmm. it's just simply private,
1: right?
0: Yeah. And I'm just blown away by each time by right. this
1: moments like that I actually thought the same thing and I it makes me wonder if conversations have been had with Elliot you know what I mean in his story and that's helped them shape Aaron's story and the way that he says things and discusses things and certain topics with Aaron's character that have been brought up into the storyline and I wonder if that's played a part
2: yeah this kind of sounds stupid well maybe not I don't know but I've been covering the show for five years and like you know I, I feel like I've learned so much and not Indeed. to say that I was an ignorant person before, because I wasn't always very tolerant of everything, but I just think that it provides me with a different outlook on situations. Mm-hmm. And especially with Aaron's storyline, I feel like I have learned so much. Not only from like my friendship with you, Jeff, because you're very knowledgeable on the, on the topic, but just like watching this play out and, you know, Callie is still very honest in like, oh, I didn't, I didn't, um, I didn't see things that way. When, he, when she was describing the gay versus trans coming yeah. out.
0: I think that she kind of represents uh, the majority of the audience watching yeah. probably with their questions. Yeah. And also I, I really like that she apologized for telling Steph that Aaron's trans and mm-hmm. Aaron's like, hey, it's it saved my life. Like in these situations, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, Steph recommending that he disclose, you know, possibly saved his life. Yeah. Although it's, it absolutely sucks that – as Erin said, for a large portion of the trans community, when they are arrested, solitary is the what we decide is the best place for them mm-hmm. because of their quote unquote like gender ambiguity.
2: I'm hoping that this being exposed to like a wider audience starts a conversation about it. Maybe like actually gets the ball rolling on the situation because that's incredibly sad.
0: Right? It, yeah, it is. I mean, it was like solitary. It's kind of like the common thing, honestly. Yeah. Uh, if if the per, I don't know if like I can't. There's not a common response, but like it's not uncommon for a trans person to be put in like the opposite gender cell because they're just going based on what they're assigned to birth, and um, it's a really big issue, especially because, <laughs> while I'm on my soapbox, um, it is not uncommon for trans people to have to resort to like sex work, for example, mm-hmm. which is illegal in our in our uh, society, and that um, it that can be arrested for that, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so I think that, to your point, though, that you've learned so much watching the show, a lot of the audience has. And for people who are being introduced to a trans person for the first time, and Aaron is that person for people, they're also they're learning a lot about the issues that trans community faces. But on top of that, they're being shown a person who's being seen as a sex symbol.
1: I know. Oh, and he is, baby. He is.
0: Yeah. And that is completely radical when you look at the history of transgender people representation on TV. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and It's it, so awesome.
0: Yeah. Like, it gives me chills each time. And, and just to have these storylines where he's gone out with another girl, and he's telling Callie, and they have this passionate kiss, and it looked like they were heading towards something sexual and casual. I don't know. You know, like, the ability to have a casual sex life is something that trans people have, and yet it's not ever represented on TV. Yeah.
2: And then also the fact that, you know, Callie is just, like, so in love with him, and the thought of him being with another girl, she's just, like okay, do your thing, like, I can't, I'm not into this, you know, like, I'm not ready for you, but, like, also, like, I get that you're not waiting for me. It was just, like, such a sincerely awkward moment between the two of them, but you could tell that it pained her.
0: I think also because she, it, it pained her because she realized if they were to hook up, oh, he would have so much more feelings for me now, and I'm not ready for that to happen. Which mm-hmm. is <laughs> a very real, real.
2: I love it. I, I love I, I really do. so much. But I really do.
0: I, and after that passionate kiss, Ugh. I was for sure thinking they could get back together.
2: Yes. Well, we'll see.
0: We will see. We have we have more seasons to go. No, no that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> we
2: have more episodes. episodes. Don't break people out. the world I'm looking yeah.
0: for, episode. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, although, like, I hate to bring up the spinoff each time, but we don't know what's going to happen. Although I I firmly believe that they need to cement the spinoff as its own entity. So I would be very surprised if we had more than Callie and Mariana. Mm -hmm.
1: I know, but I want Elliot to continue on somewhere. He will. I mean, he will, but I just... Is he still in
0: Shameless? I don't know. I don't know either.
1: I, I forgot that he was on I that. I watched that show. Sadly. Dang it. works a it. lot.
0: We'll see him again. We'll see him again. Yeah. Um, someone we won't see again is Grace. Unfortunately, she did die this episode. <laughs> Jeff! So, oh, sorry. God. Oh, I misread. I misread. Um, <laughs> did y'all see how Grace's face lit up when her father walked in? Yeah. yeah. That's, oh.
2: that's so heartbreaking, that whole entire situation. Because I, I would imagine, I mean, obviously, she's not the first child to go through something like that. But for her mom to keep that secret yeah through like a grace grace's preteen and adulthood and like she thinks that her dad is this like great
0: yeah guy
2: like is that gonna come out do we think
0: well i didn't pick up on the timeline was it that long ago
2: her cancer relapsed a while ago and she was healthy um, and that's why she moved out. She went to college, oh, and she was working
0: because if it, if it was that long ago when her dad she had a mom i I feel bad, which you know sound heartless that the mom has not gotten over it yet.
2: well, if you think about it she she had he had mentioned her his daughter and that she was getting her ears pierced, so she has to be old enough, so it, i mean i'm I'm thinking like at least like six years old seven years old like maybe older who knows preteen maybe they even mentioned I don't know we watched this episode so fast who knows maybe somebody (laughs) will tell me on Twitter tell me
1: but I imagine keeping that a secret from your daughter for so long would be part of the reason why she wouldn't be over it you know what I mean because it's a different level of resentment of allowing yourself to look like the bad guy
0: basically you know what I mean I imagine too like the father wanted her to keep that secret
1: yeah exactly which is awful. So that mom is just walking around being like, yep, you think that I am the one who pushed him away and you have yeah. no idea.
0: I mean, controversial though, I've, I've known enough couples that cheat and don't cheat and I, I think that there is always blame on both sides.
1: I would agree with you
0: like sometimes uh, for the one, part. yeah sometimes <laughs> yeah. like one person like lights the fire but the other spouse has doused the entire forest with fuel
1: <laughs> that's so true and I love the way that you just put that <laughs> thank you <laughs> I do
0: I firmly believe that so I'm not judging anybody Gregory was that his name I forget I'm not judging anybody Papa <laughs> can you hear me what's your name <laughs> <Okay>. uh, <laughs> sorry it oh, took you into me into that song
1: <laughs> for a second what's that actor from He's so familiar he to me, and it drove familiar. me bonkers. I,
0: yeah, I don't know. Nobody knows? knows. Okay, great. Knows? Um, so Brandon, <laughs> the healer, Yeah, he. we see at the end of the episode he's g- being given the um, decision-making
2: right. mm-hmm. abilities
0: in terms of Grace's life. Do we think that Grace thinks that her parents are too emotional to make rational decisions?
2: I, I think from the history that we've seen with the situation, I think that... She believes that Brandon and her are on the same page. Uh, and sometimes her mom is a little too much, which she's mentioned a bunch of times. So I feel like this is Grace putting her all of her trust into Brandon and hoping that this is going to be what it's going to be. But I will tell you, the mama is crazy,
1: so this is going to start a whole thing.
0: And yet legally, this will like probably be good. <laughs> because crazy or not, she can't do anything.
1: Well, didn't... I mean, in my mind, didn't this basically just seal Grace's is, is death basically on the show
0: <laughs> so you're saying i'm correct yeah um possibly
1: because I, the only way for this to be brought back up and for the mom to find out is for her to no, it's be not near oh, death uh, no? correct
2: it, it could i mean it doesn't necessarily mean death it could just be that she's inability to right. make her own decisions.
0: critical right.
2: yeah Soon-year. she's critical so near yeah. yeah
1: I Near mean go.
0: like
2: Hannah you are really quick to draw on the death card yeah I know. why do
0: you bring it up well
2: because now I, I've learned
1: now that let's you talk know let's okay. I was clearly wrong about the stuff th- I still might not be wrong about the stuff thing you are wrong because she was at the last Shh. table read this week okay yeah. I did see that and I was like dang it Bradley you kind of got it in there I kind of saw Terry's name right there, right there yeah. when he was a little video I was like dang
0: it watch out you saw what happened to Stephanie and Georgie she's on here for a reason <laughs> just kidding she'll be back next week um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, can't, I think that Steph will come back for the flashback from her death. So. Thank you. Yeah.
2: I do, I do have to say though, um, with this whole like Brandon being there for Grace Thing, um, it was kind of you know him having to separate the Grace thing from what was happening to his family because obviously he like saved Terry from Terry, saved Steph from this like massive panic attack that she was having in the supermarket. But like he's such a hero. Because not only is he, like, being supportive of Grace and, you know, taking care of her, but then he goes and reminds Steph that this sort of stuff has happened before. And it forces her to go to see a therapist.
0: I'm always obsessed with predicting what career paths these children will have. <laughs> Are we thinking, like, a, him in a nurse role? Like, some kind of healing role? Maybe, maybe the, uh, what is it, the energy healers? I would love I, that.
2: I do think that if
0: I'm a Grace... Seuss
2: passes away um, that he might do music therapy
0: because... (gasps) Music therapy. Mm, Yes. Um, Bring that back. Wasn't there a pretty girl in that place too? Yeah, Grace. (laughs) I was like, I thought it was Grace.
2: Wait, that was Grace?
0: (laughs) Wow. 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 Well, he'll need that music therapy for himself to uh, cope with her death. So we brought up up Steph calling Brandon when she's having a panic attack in Mm -hmm. the grocery store. Uh we've uh, so far she's mm-hmm. not told lena about this she's actually bold faced lied to lena about this
1: about the panic attack
0: yeah, yeah where do we think that's going
1: i really don't know actually and i'm done making predictions on on it because i suck at making predictions on Steph's life
2: i think they're they're kind of i mean like i i don't think they're going to do this because like i know that steph and lena love each other but the way that the therapist was kind of setting it up was like, so you have feelings for Tess because, like, all these things are happening. And she's like – it's like, you know, you're finally getting what you want. You know, like, oh. oh, your best friend moves in next door. And she's questioning her sexuality. And she was your first love. And, like, that's the way the therapist is setting it up. But I don't know if it's just too much for Steph to – like, it's it's overwhelming her that – She is in the middle of the situation. Right. And she's not good when she's put in the middle.
0: It's also unnecessary stress for someone else's family. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's not anything with her kids or her own wife. I don't know that she's feelings for Steph. Are you you thinking, like, unresolved high school feelings? Unresolved uh, childhood trauma. I'm just thinking that it's
2: probably very overwhelming for Steph because it was her first love. And then all of a sudden she shows up and she's living next door. And then she's questioning her sexuality. And she's wondering, like, do I want to explore a relationship with a woman? Like, after Steph pined over her for however many years and however many years it took Steph to get over her and then be with Mike. Like, I just think that it's very... Steph is overwhelmed by all of this. Plus, she has a million
1: kids. And, like, I'd be stressed out too, girl. Right. That's true. And it's just... its I don't think it's feelings or whatnot for Tess, but it is a simple just trigger. Like, you know what I mean? Being around that person again and remembering those feelings of being stressed out and not really knowing your... Like, understanding your sexuality and how to um, navigate that and now potentially walking through... Somebody else's process for that is reliving that trigger, so it's just that trigger in itself, and not necessarily any reflection on Steph's feelings at all. Yeah. And also,
2: just like a reminding feeling, feeling the guilt of possibly ruining a relationship because yeah. she's the one that told Tess that she needed to talk to her husband. That's about That's
0: true. This. It's, it's heavy. Yeah, and, and like although she did not tell her to end her marriage. Yeah. No. Although, I guess to take Tess by her words, she said she needs to figure things out alone for a bit. Yeah. So, uh, to me, that could have a shorter timeline than a separation might have. I agree. Although, I... I feel bad that Dean is turning to Steph for advice. He's because so Steph lost. is unable to be that person. Yeah.
2: It's like, Dean, man, like, where are your friends?
0: Well, that's a... Ve- <laughs> if you want to, like, talk about, like, life, I think that's a very male thing to to f- give yourself to your girlfriend, a straight male thing. I'm, I'm I'm, stereotyping right now. I think it's a very straight male <laughs> thing to give your entire self to the girl you're dating and to ignore all of your other friends. And where the girl, it's easier for her to keep up with her girlfriends. And so the girl can talk about her problems to her friends and the guy doesn't have anybody because he hasn't seen his friends in months.
2: Oh, see? I don't think that. Oh, really? No. I mean, I think it's important to maintain friendships on both sides. But yeah. I do think that sometimes girls forget their friends when they're dating a guy. Oh,
0: you see it in the opposite. Yeah. interesting. I do because
2: guys talk about different things. Like, it's... They might talk about their relationships a little bit but they're they're focusing on other stuff but they still have, like, a core male group whereas girls, I feel like, well, I've gotten overwhelmed when I first start dating somebody new and trying to balance it all and you forget about friends. Like, how many conversations I've had with people that it's like, what did you forget about me now that you have a boyfriend?
0: Ooh, legit. Like ooh. you see, you know. Like, oh my gosh, every time.
2: Yeah. So I, I think I see it in a different way, Jeff.
0: So I shouldn't project on straight relationships. No, like to quote my favorite tweet from the day, and I don't get straight relationships because, like, looking at them, like, who's the guy and who's the guy? You know, like it just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, I got one laugh. I got I really one laugh. Um. <laughs> Uh, Steph. So she calls Brandon. Mm -hmm. Brandon's lovely. Brandon the healer. And then she sees her therapist. Yeah. I am so happy to see people seeing therapists. On TV? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. In life. Anywhere. It's interesting.
2: My entire life therapy's been stigmatized by my parents and it's kind of like just, and I think most people might feel this way where it's like there's something wrong with you. It was not
0: stigmatized in my family but it just was never brought up or an option.
2: Yeah. It was like oh you don't need that. Why do you need that? Crazy
0: people need that. Yeah,
2: exactly. exactly. I will say,
0: too, that, you know, sometimes if you're looking for a therapist, there's a lot of good ones out there, and there's a lot of bad ones out there, so if you don't click with one, go on. I'm saying from personal <laughs>
2: experience.
0: I was it's just a walking!
2: It's like when you find the right birth control. Like, it
1: just clicks. Oh, really? You know, you know. Yeah, another thing yeah. I can't relate to. and when you to, don't, you don't. Quite frankly, none
0: of these things I can relate I never. <laughs> terrify everyone. <laughs> I've never used birth control, and I'm fine. Okay, so. <laughs> so good. That's it, that's true. <laughs> uh, before we move off of uh, counting of Jimena, I want to step back into that for a second. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, we There was the Jimena kiss that a lot of the internet read into, and a lot of people named Jeff did not. And I think that we got an answer this episode when Jimena said, I can tell that you really love him about Aaron.
2: But there was a beat. There was a beat Where after. Where she looked at her like they I held
1: I, they did they, yeah, they, they held,
2: beat on her
0: it, who gave the beat Jimena okay mm-hmm.
2: Jimena was like mm-hmm. like it was t- uh, it was too long like I'm like oh girl
0: mm-hmm. maybe she, well she's smart maybe she was realizing like okay like she definitely is straight
2: maybe, maybe. Like there definitely was a
0: moment I there just was. don't think there's a lot there
1: no I mean I agree with you I don't actually think there's a lot there but I do not think it's dead in the water for it to be brought up again
2: yeah, I, I think that something's open because she's obviously going to talk to Jimena about what happened.
0: Oh, uh, I guess what I'm saying is, to the internet, do not hold out for a hero. Yeah, like,
2: I'm not sh- <laughs> I'm not shipping them, but, like, I'm saying maybe... What would their ship
0: be- name be? This is very important.
2: Kimena? Kimena. <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> hum- yeah, y'all
0: really Humali. Humali. That's
1: what I was about to go for. I'm Five like,
2: years later, and we're getting damn good at this, Jeff. <laughs> oh, my
0: God, we are.
2: <laughs> I'm getting worse. You can
0: send me praise. <laughs> send us praise on Twitter. Okay, um... Speaking of ships, let's talk about nude. Oh. Noah and Jude. Yeah, I
2: love it. Good yeah. Job. They actually prefer nude.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, they were here last week. No, yeah, they weren't. Two weeks They ago. weren't here. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, I just forgot. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. everybody, Everybody shut up. Okay. Did we learn that Jude is a virgin? Did we know that? Was that new information? Because he's like extra virgin olive oil, we found out.
1: No, we knew that.
0: He didn't ever do it with the Johnner?
1: No. See, I, I knew that he didn't do it with the Johnner, but... W- there Did he almost lose his virginity, virginity to... Johnner? Um, no. Nude? To Noah? Did he? Maybe, because I thought there was that boat. Moment. Maybe there
0: was just talk about it. No, in the boat they were eating potato chips. Right, but um, I think I, I think they were just talking about it. Yeah. Okay. If if they've had if if you know Jude's sexual history, please tweet at Jillian if you're watching live. Yeah. Um, I bring uh, it up because I think that a lot of TV shows push kids to have sex early because it makes for good Mm storylines and so i'm really happy to see that jude has so far not had sex yeah that is very true and he's
1: super young so it's fine yeah Yeah. gosh what is he 15 on the show
0: yeah yeah i
2: think so i um so the scene where um Oh my gosh, what's the new idea? Declan. Declan. Where Declan grabbed Jude's butt is the scene that we actually got to watch when we visited the set. Um, so it was kind of fun seeing how it actually played out on camera because we were only seeing like one uh, in the monitor, one at a time.
0: But yes, and I love that we saw the camera pan down to the hand, grab the eye, uh, butt. <laughs> the camera pan down to the butt and then uh, focus it on Taylor's face.
2: Yeah, that was and amazing. I was like, oh, we saw that. Yeah.
0: Oh, God, that was a good scene. There
1: it's, was a lot of butt-grabbing that day.
2: Yeah, a lot of butt-grabs. They did that take many times.
0: And you know what? I think Hayden liked it. Yeah, okay, just
2: <laughs> Tweet us. Um, no, I, I think that that storyline is going to be a lot of trouble. I, I don't see... I see it blowing up. I'm just waiting. Because now there's problems not only with Declan, but there's problems with... His safety with Jude's safety with Lena and Steph, yeah. Um, which I actually didn't even think about. I mean, I I knew about those Amazon wish list things because sometimes I actually see people tweet that out and it's like, hey, buy me
1: stuff, and I'm like,
0: what? I know, and I roll my eyes too.
1: Yeah, like for a okay. second I thought you were gonna be like, I know, I put myself on one. Oh
0: my god, no, I would <laughs> never. But you can PayPal me money. Okay, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I agree. Also, I liked that they were like, "Send the headphones back," and he's like, "Taylor, my girl, you got headphones in the mail." That was yeah. actually
2: very sweet, but I with, don't know. With it's a, manipulative. Well, yeah. It was with a manipulative. Like, it's like, okay, like I can't have these, so like let let me have, let, let me give them to somebody, but also like everything needs to stay the same because it's
0: perfect. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Do you think that Freeform it hates me, and so they're purposely not giving Taylor her own spinoff?
2: Well, isn't Taylor on Supergirl?
0: Yeah, but she plays young Supergirl, so it's not that big a role, right?
2: I think she's a star. I think she's going to have her own show. I'm soon obsessed
0: enough. with her. She speaks nine languages. She's incredible.
2: Isabel, is she, that her name? Yeah,
0: Isabel. Yeah. Don't ask me her last name. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> like, I went in a Google spiral of her one day. She actually speaks like four or five languages.
1: Wow, that's insane.
0: I know her hair. Her highlights are amazing this season. <laughs> are you kidding me? They are. Taylor is a star. Wow,
2: I'm really sad that we haven't gotten her on the show yet. I know. Maybe I'll try like one last push. Yeah, that'd be yeah, great. Somebody knows her.
0: I'm going to fangirl out of her Taylor, <laughs> Isabel Marant. Okay, so um, when Jude and Noah have their talk, and mm-hmm. Jude's like, you're the best. And Noah's like, yeah, I know. Uh, I was like, yeah, he is. I agree, Noah is the best. He and is. I want Jude to recognize that, but I think it's a very 15-year-old thing to say, like, I'm dating this amazing person, and I don't need to appreciate that.
2: yeah. Yeah, I think Noah has like a larger view of the world. Yeah. And Jude is a little bit It's
0: all that marijuana.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a hippie Christian Mama. Yeah. I was I love that they throw it back to the little hand moment. I forgot about that and that it was, was really,
0: really cute. Sweet. It was.
2: It was was very sweet. I'm loving their little moments. Yeah. That was special, but it's going to implode.
0: I just. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: Waiting for it. (laughs) The season
0: finale. It's like every kid breaking up with our single Oh my God. Stop. What? No. I didn't mention Jesus. Neither did the show this week.
2: Yeah. Did anybody miss Jesus? Yes. I did. He's so cute.
0: Yeah. It's just that. Yeah. This show does an amazing job of juggling ninety storylines, so sometimes we just can't see a character in one episode, which is fine.
2: Yeah, there was a lot this this time. We barely saw Mariana, too, but last week it was a lot of focused on her, so. Mm -hmm.
0: Also, I, so far this season, have missed Mike and Anna. Yeah. We will see them, of course, before the series ends. Mm -hmm. I feel like every show needs to parade out their, like, recurring guest stars. Mm -hmm. But uh, I just miss them.
1: Will there be another wedding, then, by the end?
0: Are oh, for Mike and Anna. Yeah,
1: they're engaged still, aren't they?
0: Yes, they are engaged. Oh, we'll see the grandparents.
1: Oh yeah, and and Lorraine, do some
0: Yes, I think I that we pro- actually did see Mike in early episodes at work. Maybe
2: I forget.
0: I don't know. Oh they, yeah,
2: because he asked in the car so about her anxiety. Oh, yeah. he yeah. was like, "Oh, you used to not you stop breathing."
0: Oh my god, Remember I hope he, yeah. he should he should get writing on a eulogy. Okay, let's oh. talk about <laughs> next week. Okay, let's do let's do predictions. I'm going to wait for a music cue. Okay, I'm not waiting for a music cue. So in the next week's predictions, we saw the clip of Jesus Mm -hmm. and his mama, Mm -hmm. the principal of Anchor Beach, finds a note. Yes. And the note said something about his para. That
2: has Mm -hmm. a nice ass. Oh,
0: Mm -hmm. did it say ass? I think it did. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. This is
2: Freeform Jeff.
0: So that... (laughs) Anything goes. I'm happy that Lena is no longer fulfilling that role
2: well i think what i heard was another woman's name and para like what mariana said
0: i thought so, i saw paris i don't on the note it
2: happened so fast i so, really, i thought para i really just thought it said para yeah but i don't think it, it had to be somebody else because
0: maybe it said paris is burning watch the documentary y'all
2: Wait, para... I said the name, guys. I, I said it. Is anybody in the chat talking about it? What was the, what's the para's yeah. name in the preview? Tell me, please.
0: I literally thought I said the word Paris. Those
1: right. things
0: happen fast. I'm taking notes at the same time. This I is, know. Oh, my God. I'm also starving. Oh, what, let me listen. More excuses. The world's ending, nuclear winter, <laughs> North Korea.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but it, um, anyway, it really doesn't matter.
0: But okay.
2: I... Priya. 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 Thank you, Thank you, Cindy. Cindy. <laughs>
0: Um, price right in the chat. It did not say tits. I'm not saying that on air. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's what he says. Uh, I don't know their gender. Them. Okay, so, um, any predictions for next week?
2: Oh, there we go. I got my cue. Yes. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. After Buzz TV predictions. Um, so, um,
2: well, we don't get to see really any juiciness in a preview, but the episode's title is called Mother's Day so it's going to be mama heavy
0: wow and
2: that's why we're <gasps> having sherry on
0: can i get a oh my god speaking of recurring guests i need to see annie, grandmas annie, annie, annie Potts. Potts.
2: yeah that would be really nice agreed
0: yeah, oh it's mother's day mother's day we're going to okay. celebrate like mother's day next week y'all
2: that's what it is mom's day yeah and bradley directed it
0: oh, another mom <laughs>
2: which is perfect <laughs> love it he is gertie
1: soggy. doggy
0: <laughs> oh great does anybody okay. have any firm predictions or should we close the show down
1: I've been so bad with predictions recently that I... Um,
0: Do you have I, one burning inside of you, no, though? No. Good. Get that checked out. <laughs> what about you, Jillian?
2: I think we're fine.
0: Okay. Um, <laughs> let's say goodnight. Good night good night let's say in unison one two three good, good night Good night. uh i'm on twitter at jeff masters one i also host the interview podcast lgbtqa we had dana goldberg an amazing comedian on this week also speaking of dana goldberg i think she's on jillian's podcast this week she <laughs> is on
2: my podcast this week called boss please so we need to like have a poll or something and maybe like vote and see which episode's better jeff's episode or my episode
0: this was also a coincidence <laughs> it was a
2: coincidence. <laughs> yeah um but yeah you can find me on twitter and instagram at jillian left and of course my podcast is called Boss Please and that's at Boss Please Pod.
1: Yes and I still have nothing else really going on. Um, (laughs) There are some links in my bio on Instagram for some tickets and movies to purchase that are happening for me this week so you should do that if you're in Los Angeles Um, but if not you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the
0: Dude. Fantastic. We'll see you next week for Mother's Day. Bye. Bye. Bye.